handle the truth. Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is September 28th. It's a Thursday, 2023. Well, impeachment day is upon us, and all the annals of history will write down that the Democrats were in in the right and how horrible the conservatives were to think that this elderly individual who walks on his toes and has dementia symptoms is somehow a fraudulent candidate who has embezzled Billions or millions or trillions of dollars around the world? Oh, what a day in history we have lived through. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're going to write, but I can tell you right now, uh, we're not doing enough. I, I watched some of the stuff today, and it just is literally everything I was talking about in 2019. 2019. 2020. 2021. 2022, and we're at the end of 2023. Oh, yes, uh, next week is October 1st, and if you think that we're somehow in the middle or the beginning of 2023 and you think you got a lot of year left, uh, you've only got October and November and December. That's three house payments before Christmas, guys, so figure it out. Whatever you're doing for Christmas, you better get it on layaway. Go down to Kmart. And put it on layaway now. Start making those payments so those Christmas gifts are available. And get your Cabbage Patch kids early because that's a thing. Uh, again, this is the world we're living in where we have so many things around us that really just slap us in the face of how stupid we really are. And what do I mean by that? Well, that means we're stupid. And we are. And we should understand that, that we are stupid. And we should do better. See how that t- sounds? It doesn't sound healthy. It doesn't sound good. We sound like we're stupid. Because I keep saying that we're stupid. See, if I keep saying we're stupid, that means I'm calling us stupid. But if we keep doing the same thing over and over again and looking for a different response, aren't we stupid? We're not supposed to use the S word, Jimmy. You're supposed to not say that word. That's mean and it hurts people's feelings. Well, mental retardation is a medical term. Should I not use... The medical term mental retardation. I mean, I I I understand those things. I I know that it doesn't bother me to say that. How about saying midget? Am I not allowed to use the word midget anymore? Uh, it's a little person. Well, I think that kind of takes away from the idea that they're midgets and makes them just a person that is small. That means that they really are just like us, just smaller. So they're not different, then why do they get different treatment? If they're not handicapped and they're handy-abled, then they don't need to get a monthly check from the government because they're no longer handicapped. They're no longer disabled, right? They're able-bodied. You know, we got to, we got to, whatever they got, whatever the worms are. See, the sad part of it is I have a deaf daughter and I understand how all this stuff works. I saw the virtue signaling way back in the 90s, watched it go through the 2000s and just couldn't believe what I was seeing in front of my eyes. So yes, I speak from experience and I'm not just talking about this because it's something that's shiny and whatever. We're sending more money in Ukraine than we're sending to our own 
our own veterans. We're sending more money to Ukraine than we're sending to our elderly or our poor. Guys, if we actually just got out of the business of government, we'd actually be far richer. The government is not an entity to ever designed to tell you yes. See, the sad part of it is, is they, they've designed an entire apparatus around themselves that says, you know, that we get to tell you what to do. We get to tell you how to live your life. We get to, you know, it, 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 it. yeah, that's a thing. But again, it just doesn't seem to stop us from going back to the poison well. I would have to ask you, if you want to marry an Amish woman or man, do you go to the nightclubs? Do you go down to the rave? Do you go down to the the rap concert? Do you head out to uh, you know uh, you know some Blink One Eighty Two? Do you do do you, where do you go? Do you go to Red Hot Chili Peppers concerts to see all the Amish and the Puritans or whatever there? Or what are they Amish and Quakers? Quakers, not Puritans. Sorry, Puritans are not that good people. But I mean, think about what I'm saying here. I'm not I'm not trying to start a war here because obviously it shouldn't. Because I'm just asking simple questions. But when you go back and you say, I want to have a better country, I want to have a better America, we should get more government. That doesn't work. That's not the math. The math doesn't. So when you say, I want a better life, ooh, bring on more government. Oh. See how it didn't work? That didn't that math doesn't happen right that way. So you gotta think about it differently. So how do we make it different? How do we do things differently? How do we make it different? Well, I want to know what keeps the government running. Money. Say it with me. Money. Well, how do you stop the government from operating? Stop giving them money. You see how that works? If you don't want to have someone come back and steal from you over and over again, stop giving them your shit. See, I do believe that we're in a point now where uh, there is no longer an agreement between me and my government and in a, some type of a balance in the world around us. I don't think that that's happening anymore. I think that we've actually lost our way, and we believe that we're doing better. We should be uh, doing more amazing this. Oh, we're so great. Oh, that's great. Uh, uh, uh. Guys, the government is absolutely just chewing the legs right off of you, and you're asking for more. And that right there, to me, is kind of where why I say we're stupid. Oh yeah, it took me seven minutes to get back around to the point where I was. What I was making was saying that we're all stupid. That we have to actually think of these things differently and go about things differently. Cannot go back to the poison well. You're not going to find Amish girls at the biker bar. You're not going to find the Amish girls at the rave. You might, if it's Rumpsfinger or whatever it is they do. So my point is, is that we have to be mindful that we're going into this impeachment thing and they're going to start talking about the dollard that is Joe Biden. But who's waiting in the wings, Jimmy? Tell us. I could never imagine. Oh, here comes Gay Newsom. And Michael Obama. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have our first black man running for president. 
with a governor from California to bring in those electoral votes to swing that election in our way because the Dominion boxes can't quite cheat enough anymore. Guys, you do understand that our voter registrations are inflated so poorly or so badly or so worserly or so not goodly ear. Yeah, that's the problem, folks. We have ourselves a situation where our voter registrations are so dirty. They're so fungus, bacterial, cancer-ridden. They're junk. Our voter registers are how they make themselves greater than they are. The art of war. Welcome to the art of war. This is how you lose your freedom. Because I think a lot of these guys... Now, I, if I went back and I asked individually a person who was a part of this establishment, who's a part of the machine, and I said, Hey, you know, you know, what do you think of America? You know, freedom! And they're like, yeah. Yeah, Americans, America's free. We have freedom. We do freedom things. We have, you know, free America, free elections. We have... Free, no, no, we don't. But the idea that they actually believe that if they take away something from you, like your agenda, your ideology, that that's going to make them more free. But the problem with that is, is that's actually a fallacy. That's a misrepresentation of reality. They believe that taking away from you makes them more free or drags me towards or you, towards their idea. Because you take away your idea, because they take it away, you're going to obviously want to go towards theirs. Well, this is the kind of stubbornness that the free will will change the trajectory for. Things will not go the way they hoped. And so as we find ourselves in a way right now where we're, we're all like, ah, what is going on? A lot of the people believe that if they just get us to stop saying things like there was no insurrection, quit saying things like Trump is my president, that I, if they take those words out of my mouth, then I will obviously gravitate to their one world government effect. And I should embrace that because we are destroying the planet. We are destroying the world around us. We are doing this. We are, 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 are. But I could disprove any environmentalist point of view because we only have 0.04% of our atmosphere is CO2. And one millionth of that is actually created by America. So listen to the words I just said. 0.04% okay, percent, percent of our atmosphere, the stuff we breathe is actually CO2. One millionth of that CO2 is, and listen to me, one millionth of 0.04%, which means we're not even 1%, not even 1%, not even a half a percent of the atmosphere is CO2. And one millionth of that one millionth, one part, one millionth part of 0.04, not even a half a percent, 
No, it's not even a half a percent. It's a half of a hundredth. Wait, tens. I can, you know what? I'm I'm screwing myself up here. Got too much math. Well, you know, public education. Who knew? Um, so I don't know how many zeros behind the decimal point one millionth of this point zero four. I don't know what that really equates to. That we are contributing as Americans to the CO two above us. Actually, oops, I misspoke. Below us, CO two falls to the ground. See how I actually fell into the training, the the uh, brainwashing. That's what happens. Is that I even just then did a little slip. Oops. It actually falls to the ground. They always say CO two is uh, blocking the sun, causing a global cooling effect because we have global change now, not global warming. Who would have thought? But again, this is where we have these disputes. This is where we have these fights. We can't quite seem to stop fighting each other for stupid things. And that is our problem. Hey, John, good to see you over there on CloudHub. Thank you guys so much for being there. Uh, hot air keeps the government running the, the moment it's fun. The moment is finally running out. Oh, I know, John, absolutely. Well, this is now our problem is, is that we got this idea that there's global this and global that. Well, there isn't. And here's the problem. Two years ago, I decided to stop putting glyphosate and weed killer and other types of things into my soil around my property. And I have actually watched my yard take transformation and what I'm trying to point out to you about this whole thing is if you, if I actually were to leave this home and I walk out of here, no matter how well I've you know, worked on it, no matter how much energy I've put into certain things and quality of material, if this building, this home, this property were to be left undone for, let's say, just a year, the amount of overgrowth and the amount of animals and bugs and creepy crawly things that you guys are all afraid of, which I actually truly now embrace, would overtake this home. And by two to five years, this house would be unlivable no matter how much repair was done. So you're telling me, America, you're telling me world, you're telling me Klaus Schwab with your WEF and all this other stuff, you're telling me that we're the problem and that we are consuming too much and we're destroying the planet around us. This planet will shake us off like waters off a duck's back. It doesn't need us. And I can actually prove this point as well, that there is a volcano on Earth that actually right now spews every single day what it takes us globally to do in 100 years. Every single day, every calendar day of the year, the 13-month calendar that we should actually be prescribed to, not the 12-month with odd-numbered months, which causes the imbalance in your body and causes you not to harmonize or create a frequency that's positive with the world around you. Remember, all time is equal except for months. And then we're getting ready to come up on that whole daylight savings time thing we do because why not cause heart attacks the very next day. Oh, yeah. You ask any, any ER doctor, any ER nurse, any cardiologist, the day after daylight savings time, 
there is a 50% increase in heart attacks on that one day alone. And the only thing that changes on that one day alone is time. If I can manipulate time, I can manipulate the people. But how do I know? How do I know it's been a thousand years or two thousand years since the since Jesus was walking in the earth? How do I know that it's only been four thousand, six thousand years since the creation of man? How do I know that there hasn't been Egyptians in America? How do I know that the Mormons weren't here before us? How do I know? Well, wait, because they told us that this was true. They told us in the Bible. They told us in our history. They tell us in school even that we live in, what is this, uh, uh, A.D., after death? And then there's B.C., before Christ? But then there's like 30 years in the middle there somewhere where we just didn't have a time marker for that? See, my problem is, is that, guys, we've been manipulated with our timelines. We've been manipulated with our stories. We've been manipulated with the the... The just manipulation. We've been manipulating the manipulation. Like we're manipulating, manipulating. That's a thing. And here we are. So again, we go round and round. Lindsay, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of the show. But I have to go back and I have to ask those questions. I have to say, guys, well, what are we doing here? Why are we going around doing the same thing? Well, Biden's going to be impeached and Trump's coming back to... and we're, It's over, man. We've, we fixed... We fixed... We fixed the corruption. We fixed the world. But I will fight you to the death, and I will tell you that that's not true. Because if we had to fix the 2016 election the way that we were all made aware of because Trump told us and the left told us that somebody, somebody was cheating. And it looks like somehow, someway, Russia was involved. But were they manipulating it or were they watching it? Huh. Were they manipulating it or were they watching it? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? We can't have that conversation because, remember, Russia, 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 everything about Russia is wrong. Hey, Truth Seeker, good to see you over on Twitch. Thank you for being here. John Kennedy, I appreciate those comments. And this... We have to... Let's just, let's just do this. We don't know anything about our past. And even the crumbs or the little glimpses of light through the crack in the window or door, the little keyhole bit of light that I know certain things that have happened, and the chronological order of those, as much as I know about these greater things and know that there's a chronological order to it, I do not know the path to that. I don't know the answers. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's Thursday, 20th, September 28th, 2023. There's a lot of things that we have to humble ourselves to understand that, first of all, we may be the parasite that's actually the problem. And not that we got to go out and kill ourselves and all these other things. But the problem is, is that because we've been led down the wrong path, we don't harmonize or create a balanced frequency with the environment around us. And if we can't create that balance, then how are we not a, a parasite? How are we not destructive? Now, I know that we have actually added on billions of square miles of vegetation, and we have been doing a lot of great good. Oh, but we're tearing down the Amazon, Jimmy. It's, oh, the Amazon's the heart, the lungs of the world. 
that's a lie. The problem with that is, is that, yes, there are some very profound things that are there. But most of the overgrowth that came from that is actually the super soil that was created by the Aztecs and the Mayans. If you ever look up the soil from the Aztecs and Mayans, you will find out that they had developed a special type of soil because the soil where they were at, it wasn't that great. But they were able to modify that. But then they were able to obviously melt multi-ton, 10, 20, 100-ton stones and make them look like marshmallows stuck together in a bag. But they made walls of this. They made structures of this. They happened to just align all these things with Orion's belt, with different celestial bodies, with water, with sewage, with energy. But maybe you don't need electricity. Maybe you don't need all this communication. Maybe we don't need all of this technology and all this junk. What if we just actually were able to find ourselves if we harmonize with the world around us, we're able to communicate without the interference or the interruption of the government censoring us or listening to what we're doing. What if we were able to communicate willfully with each other anywhere we wanted to be? What if we were able to bring time to us, time dilation, meaning I'm able to bring it to me and I could look at certain events and I could bring another event to me and I could look at that event? And I can bring another event to me. I can look at that event. What if that's actually what the Project Looking Glass was really about? Because I think that's actually far more accurate description than to say that we time travel. Because to say that I exist in the, I can go and I can exist in the same time in another space, well, that means that I'm actually bending or changing that time, which means that whatever after that is affected. And whatever I've done before that is affected. So time dilation makes a lot more sense to me. Hey, Ken, good to see you. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, good to see you. <laughs> appreciate uh, Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. Thank you so much. Um, Lindsay says, uh, yes, some of us are parasites. Not you and I, Jim, but other humans, definitely. Um, oh, and Ken says, uh, thank you for the shirts you sent me. Oh, yeah, man, no worries, buddy. I appreciate everything you're doing out there, Ken. Thank you for being a part of the show. Well, what I, I, what I am seeing in, let's go back. Let's go back. I went way off on a tangent there that really ties back everything, even to the day of society and what we're going through. We're watching this enormous machine fight about how right they are about being wrong. We're watching a machine, the government, fight about how, they, how right they are about being wrong. That's what this whole impeachment thing is. The sad part of it is, is that we have people that actually projected exactly what their plans were when they talked about Trump being the occupier-in-chief in the White House. Well, that may be true because if actually the White House or the Washington, D.C. area is a foreign entity, it's a District of Columbia, which is not a part of the jurisdiction of the 50 continuous states, then maybe Trump was the occupier. Maybe he was infiltrating them. Maybe that's why they're treating January Sixers the way they are. They're using us as America as collateral for their doings around the world. 
we act like they owe us. We act like they, you know, we have a, uh, we, we got this accountability thing with the Washington, D.C. area, but if we understand the Corporation of America, we would actually find that we are actually just nothing but shit on the bottom of their shoes. We're just in the way. We're just an asset, so why would you really care? Yeah, we want to keep us alive just enough. But if we're just an asset, if we're just something that they draw money on, then honestly, there is no two-man saw. There is no relationship between us and D.C. The Corporation of America broke the relationship between them and us and created a three-headed dragon called D.C., City of London, and the Vatican. So if I talk about it in that way and I say those things to you, you have to really start pausing to think how much about your history is real and what do you need to hold on to it? Why, how much should you hold on it? Why should you hold on to it? What are the things that are the best part of the history that you need to remember? And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I do believe a lot of our history has been told to us, but it's been so fragmented and disjointed and it's out of order. And I believe that. I believe that there's so much more to the world around us that we could be uh, amazing. But I think when we look at the Mayans and the Incas, we look at different people, the, the Nordics, uh, we look at even the certain parts of the, the Chinese culture, we look at Tartaria, we start looking at this older history and we start looking at places in Nashville, Tennessee called the Parthenon where we've replicated the exact same building you got to wonder. You got to wonder, was that erected or that building was already there a long, long time ago? And we just came along and called it our own. Hey, look what I did. Uh, look at me. I'm pretty great. Ta-da! I built a corn husk building with plaster and put seven-ton doors in it. And a great big 42-foot statue made out of paper mache of the goddess Athena, which came out of the forehead of Zeus, which is the feminine of men. Hmm. That sounds legitimate. Hey, Marsha, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Trump is my president. January 6th was not an insurrection. Been saying... I've been wanting to say that for a while. I was driving. <laughs> Thank you, Marsha, for that. I appreciate it. Well, imagine this, though. Imagine this, that we have ourselves in a situation where we have to push back so hard against what they're saying. We have to tell you what they said was a lie, how it was a lie, and then try to tell you the truth. Well, that's not an easy process, and that's why we're so far behind, because they have the narrative of the negative because of the legacy media has given them the platform to do as they will. We know this to be true. We, we've seen this with, with Weiss or Weiss, the uh, FBI guy that's uh, been putting the thumb screws down on the Hunter Biden story to keep a lid on it. We know that our government, we know the media, we know that this big tech has actually been behind this the entire time. And who ushered it in but Uncle Barry. Uncle Barry was your biggest contributor to this. He's actually the one that signed it into law, into law, which means it had to go to subcommittee, go to committee, be presented on the floor, be voted in both the House and the Senate, and and won in both, and then sent to 
Uncle Barry to sign. So a lot of people knew about this. Knew that our government was going to start spying. They were going to take the spying apparatus and turn it back on us. No, what that meant was, we're going to go ahead and use the evidence that we have been spying on you. That you know, We're going to use the evidence that we have gained by spying on you. And we're going to go ahead and use that evidence against you. We just couldn't use it against you because we couldn't tell you that we had found out. Because we're not allowed to find out. But they've been finding out the whole time. They've been doing this since the beginning. And that's the world you're living in. This is why when we look at this whole impeachment thing, we look at all these, oh, we got to have impeachment. I got to get the impeachment party, get the umbrellas out, the little drink umbrellas. Let's drink, you know, woo, my ties, woo, woo. Now, you have... You have a bucket of water trying to say the water inside the bucket, that part over there is dirty and this part over here is clean. It doesn't work. No, that part over there is dirty. We're not, this part of the water, we're over, this bucket of water, oh, on this side over here, we're clean. That side over there is dirty. And the guys on the other side, well, we're not dirty, you're dirty. And it's just a big bucket of sewage. Oh, there's water in there. You're going to have to strain it out a little bit. You're going to have to clean it up. You know, tinker there. Everything from fluoride, from chlorine, from glyphosate, from whatever it is they're spraying in the skies, whatever mosquitoes that that got, that uh, Bill Gates is releasing. I want to know, I want to know, what is the job application? What is a job interview process look like as a scientist when you go in and you're going to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and like, uh, yes, we heard you're an insect specialist, an insect biologist. Yes. We'd like to interview you for a job. The Bill and Melinda Gates wants to interview me for a job? Well, yeah, that would be fantastic. If we could do that, we'd love to bring you in. Uh, would you have any time soon that we can fly you out to our our lovely location here will fly you out first class, put you up, and you and your uh, significant other could fly with or you know fly with you. We'd love to have you out as part of this. You want to interview me for what? Well, yeah, it's just a, it's a bio, biology, you know, insect biology position that we have here, and we'd love to have you interview. Well, okay. Well, no, the pay is really good. It's triple or quadruple whatever it is you're making at the university. Whoa, then sign me up. I'll fly out. But what is the interview like? Are you sure you're okay with genetically modifying mosquitoes so that it'll actually pass on these diseases to the human beings and kill off the world? Are you okay with that? I don't know. I'll have to ask the wife. I mean, I haven't really thought about, you know, mosquito manipulation, destroy mankind. I... I, I mean, why wouldn't I want my name on that? That sounds fantastic. I've learned how to breed mosquitoes, and I do it on my spare time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so is this a thing? Well, if we offer you the job, when would you be able to start? I, I you know, I, I, I had to talk to the wife. I mean, we're going to pay you. We're going to pay you four or five times what your salary is at the university. I'll take the job. Uh, you will? Yeah, I'll, I'll take the job. You're going to pay me four or five times what that university's paying? I'll, I'll, 
I'll hump mosquitoes. I'll make I'll make them reproduce. Is that what the interview process was? Is that what it's like? Or is the guy going in there going, some guy above him is like, all right, now listen, John and Bill, Susie. I don't know what their names are. Uh, you, you know, we're going to have you, we want you to, we're trying to help the mosquitoes. And uh, so we need to get this gene, whatever, whatever this, what, I don't know what this, if this looks like a gene or not. I'm just playing around. We got to get this gene into this mosquito. So we got to get this into that because it's going to save the mosquitoes. Because, you know, mosquitoes are environmentally a part of the biosphere and uh, they're absolutely necessary to the success of a balanced future. Maybe that's what they're being told. Maybe they're so compartmentalized they didn't know that they were actually developing a weaponized mosquito to kill humanity. But why is it that Bill wants to do that? And what shots have he taken? has he taken? What can we find in his blood that he's okay with going out there and creating these super mosquitoes and super bugs and allowing them to be dispersed among the world? I mean, I'm going to tell you right now that um, this year in Kansas, I'm seeing black mosquitoes. Now, I've been used to seeing tannish ones, like brown mosquitoes, all my life. But this last year, I've seen a smaller black mosquito, which looks similar to the ones that they were photographing that they were saying they were going to release. So anyway, I don't know what it takes to get mosquitoes to do the brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. You know, get them in there like, all right, oh, you love her. Oh, he loves you. Ooh, let's make some babies. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. I don't get it. And I don't really care. I mean, I know it's, I know how the process works. That, you know, the, she lays the eggs. He comes by and fertilizes them. They gestate, they have a gestation period in the water, which then become little, little squiggly things. And then they eventually crawl out after they go into a cocoon stage inside the water and they become a mosquito. I get it. But my problem is, is that there's an individual out there. There are individuals who have made a career of doing this, that who make zeros and go home to kiss their children and say, oh, daddy's doing amazing work at work. Mommy's doing amazing work at work. Um, I, don't, I don't want my pronoun. My, ooh, I'm a whizzle, thizzle, dizzle. I do great work. And they're telling their cat because they can't have kids because they can't reproduce. What is that like for them? What do they do? Do they go home and they just sit there and they, they do the, like they're doing the, you're like, oh, woo, yeah. I'm, I am like, I'm killing it. I'm making killer mosquitoes at work. Boy, yeah, woo, that's a, well, I'm going to get me a mate, you know, that thinks they're a dude or a chick like I am. Uh. See, I, I just, I don't, I don't see the glory in it. I don't see why this makes humanity better. Now, I understand it's easier to kill you than deal with you. I make, I make that statement quite often. I make it a thing to say that over and over again because I think it's very important. But I don't think we all actually get the, gra- the gravity of what this really is, that there are people out there that are so desperate to be a part of the Cool Kids Club so desperate to be a part of whatever it is that they are willing to kill off humanity knowing they've taken the antidote that they had to create because they're going to kill the rest of us off. Think about that. 
there's a guy who goes home and kisses his whatever, whatever they're called, whatever their mates are called, and says, you know what? I'm I'm almost there to create this killer mosquito. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna go down in the annals of history as being that one. Being the one who killed off humanity. I am going to be written in the books. Wow, look at me. Look at me. I'm amazing. I'm over here trying to tell you guys about copper. I'm over here trying to tell you guys about iodine. <sighs> but yet these people are out there creating insects that once you create them, you can't kind of uncreate them. You, you kind of making them a thing, right? So what do you do? Do you fight the system? Do you go along with the system? You got guys out there who are making a living off of going with the system. And so do they get a different pass at the end of life? Do they get to go to a different place? Is there is there a place called hell? Or is there a, a different place that they go that we don't know about? You see where I'm going with all that, right? Most of this has been out of sarcasm, but I don't think we really understand that there is so many things that we should really, really be asking more questions about. We should be out there going and saying, listen, we need better answers. We need to know what's really going on, and we should be able to make a general education or general educated guess and vote on these things. If you guys want killer mosquitoes to come be released out in society, well, then let's vote on it. And be honest about the description of it. Not, oh, you know, this development of this is going to make the world so much better and we're going to, we're going to, it's just going to be great. How about we just get honest with everything? Get honest. Oh, by the way, there's a, uh, I put out on. Where, oh, where did it go? I think I put it out here. I put out an article, not an article, about information about Bitcoin. And I did not see one person pop off on that whatsoever. It was really kind of interesting. I don't know why. It would seem to me that that would be one for the books. But let's see here. Um, Let's see, where'd it go? 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 Twitter? Did I put it on Twitter? Long, long time ago. Oh, this is one I want to read to you guys. Let me do this real quick. Let me read this real quick. And I, I think this has more to do with what we should be thinking about when we think about January Sixers. This is the Sixth Amendment. And this is where I think that... This is actually Congress.gov. In all... 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 In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial. Now, they don't have to make it public if they don't want to. Yes, that is part of your choice by an impartial jury of the state and the district wherein the crime shall have been committed. Which district shall have been previously? This is where I don't think we understand this. Listen to what I said. They shall have an impartial jury 
of the state and the district where the crime was committed, an impartial, meaning that you are able to get people who believe in both sides of the law, both sides of the topic, right? Or the fact that they're able to say, you know what, I, I'm, you know, I don't really have a dog in the fight. I don't know how this should work. Or they obviously should be told about, what's the word for it? What do we do when we do the jury thing, jury nullification? Um, this is a problem for us. So again, we don't have that. Uh, they and to be informed of the nature and accusation, uh, cause of accusations. So the cause of the action, the nature and the cause of the accusation, uh, to be confronted with the witnesses against them. Now, what if there's no witnesses? What if there's no witnesses? Because there was no person involved, there was no crime involved, no individual involved. What do you do then? Oh, jury nullification. To have this, so this is the problem with this, is that we don't even know how this is actually written or how to actually write this out or talk about this, but I think it's important that a lot of us actually go and research that. Now, let me get back to, um, where did I post that? Did I not post that out everywhere? Oh, tell me it's not so. Oh, ha, 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 ha. What shall I do? Let me see here. I got to look this up because I actually found the actual information. Oh, here it is. Is this it? Uh, oh, no, that's the... <sighs> that's the information on the Hunter Biden case. I put that in my... Um, I put that in my case... Uh, I am the Jim Price Show uh, chat on the face on Facebook, the Jim Price Show chat. I put that over there, and uh, if you go over there, you can look at the documents that have to do with Hunter Biden's de- uh, deposition and James Biden's deposition to the business dealings of the family. And yeah, that's a thing. So that yeah, go look at that. All right, let me look here real quick. Uh, I can't believe I can't find that. That doesn't sound like me at all. Jiminy Crickets. Uh, what did I do here? Um, where did I put that? Is this it? No, that's not it. Wow. Well, I'll have to find it. I'll have to find it. Look it up. But basically, it's the it's the actual information. It's actually on the internet where the CIA created Bitcoin. I didn't. I'm not making that up. Like literally, this is documentation. That the CIA created Bitcoin, 2001. Sounds awfully familiar to the exact description of what was told about when Bitcoin was actually made. If CIA was the financial benefactor of all those billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars, no wonder they have been so out of control because they have a private budget that they run. Being funded by your Bitcoin purchases. So imagine that. Your government devised a currency system that then off-spun tons of others to say that now we have a crypto industry. And yet, we don't realize it's our own country who designed and developed that and is now manipulating against us. Yeah, that's a real thing. I really got to find that. I can't believe I... Did I do something... What did I do with that? I've got to find that. 
I really do. I really do. I really do. Oh, let's see if I can. Uh, I wonder if I could. Well, I am upset with me. Why did I not write that down? Man, man, man. Hmm. All right, well, I guess I'll have to go look that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I found it. I have found it. All right, let me show this to you guys. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This is so exciting. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. It's not that exciting. All right, let me show you guys here. And let's zoom it in so everybody can get a whole big old bite of this. All right, so this is what I looked up. SHA256. And if I go to SHA256, it says here SHA2 is a set of cryptographic hash function designed by the United States National Security Agency and first published in 2001. They are built using the Merck Damgard construction from a one-way compression function itself built using the Davis-Meyer structure from a specialized block cipher. Block cipher? That sounds weird. What would be a block cipher? Let's see what we can find here. So uh, let's go here. Let's make sure you guys can see that. Oh, you guys can't see that very well. Let me tune that up for you. And this is your, This is the, let's go see the definition guide to SH256. And uh, let's go back and we'll put you guys, uh-oh, let's, I got to get all the pop-ups to stop. There we go. Everybody done? All right, let's go over here and look at it. So, a, a, defi a definition guide to learn the SHA-256 secure hash algorithms. Okay, now this is a, oh, this is a, oh, come on, what is it? Go scroll down. Oh, it won't let me do it. All right, we're going to go back. Oh, I didn't do it. So, there we go. All right, this is, oh, look, I got a chat with us box. You want me to chat with you? No, I'm not chatting with you. Uh, oh, I hate, let's do this. This is, I hate going to this source. <sighs> I hate going to this source, but we're going to go ahead and do it. Let's do it. All right, there it is, Wikipedia. And here it is. You guys think that everything is so like, oh, everything's fine. Our government wouldn't do anything like that. SH2, okay, SH2, secure hash Algorithm 2 is a set of cryptographic hash functions designed by the United States National Security Agency, the NSA, and it was first published in 2001. They were built using the Merck. This is the same thing I just read. But if we go down here, where's the part where it actually talks about the creator, which it sounds almost exactly like the Hashimoto guy or whatever it was that they said, but this is all the stuff talking about blockchain. This is it. Um, if we go here in the middle, uh, SHA224 and SHA384, okay, these are all parts of this. They also have these SHAs here. So you have 224, 256, 384, 512, 512 slash 224, and 512 
slash 256. So these are all part of it. Uh, this here, SHA 256 and 251, or 21, sorry, SHA 512 are novel function, ha uh, hash function computed with a 32-bit and a 64-bit word, respectively. Think about this. They had this whole thing worked out in 2001, and this is what they're doing. This is it. Uh, January 2011, the NIST published SP800, which specified a move from then current minimum 80-bit security provided by SHA-1, allowable for federal government use until the end of 2013, to a 112-bit security, security system. So again, this is just your government. This is all government stuff telling you how the government did this. It's all right here. This is it. This is what we talk about when we talk about the government was fully involved in Bitcoin. We think it was a government psyop. Yeah, well, it was. It really was. But this is what we do. We run around and we think we've got all the answers. And then we come to find out later on, we didn't have any of the answers. And we're useful idiots for that. But anyway, that's kind of the stuff I wanted to talk about on that. Um, listen, I'm going to be traveling tomorrow. Um, that, uh, where we go here. Uh, Jim, do you think Meta One is still worth it? It's the only gold-backed cryptocurrency, but the value has hardly moved up in the last five months. Uh, John Kennedy, I do believe that it is still one of the best ones out there. Uh, they have some. They have a lot of of uh, pushback. A lot of you know, reasons to be attacked, and those are the kind of things, yes, I see that they have not moved, but the biggest part of that, John, if you really realize that, is that it's only going to move when gold moves. It's only going to move when more assets are brought on, so the thing is, is that because it's not like a, you know, like an EKG, it's just all, well, that tells you that it's a far more stable crypto coin that should be more stable for a commercial use or for payment use, but yet, Again, we're going back to other ones like Bitcoin and Dogecoin, all this other stuff. This is the sad part of this. We don't realize that a lot of this stuff, you know, we just we keep falling right in their hands. We keep falling in the play of their hands. Um, anyway, so those are things that are going on out there. Uh, there's got a lot of cool stuff going to be happening here, even on the Jim Price Show. I'm looking forward to this event this Saturday. I will be in Oregon. Uh, and I am there with Ian Tartare. Tart uh, I I hate trying to say his last name. I'm going to go there with Ian. So we're going to go and have a great event. I'll be speaking at 10.30 in the morning on Saturday is what the, my time slot is so far. Uh, I will be flying out tomorrow, first thing, 7 a.m. on a jet plane. I'll be heading to Boise, Idaho, where I then have to drive two and a half hours west to get into Portland because, not Portland, but get into Oregon because Bakerstown is, or Baker City is on this side, or on the east side of uh, uh, Oregon. So I'm going to fly into Boise, and then me and Dr. Artis and a couple others, we're going to drive over to the event and be there hopefully by about two, about three, four o'clock on Friday and have a VIP dinner with some folks. It's going to be a fantastic time to be a part of that meet and greet. Uh, on Friday, but then also, like I said, we'll be speaking on Saturday, be flying back Sunday, and you'll see me on Monday, so that's kind of the schedule for now, 
there are some really neat things going on. So hopefully these things come to fruition. And as we go through these things, I say hopefully, I do believe things are going to be on the upward movement here at the Jim Price Show as well as the conservative movement. We are going to push back against this. I do not believe our enemy is as great as it is. I think that's a lot more of the part or the act of war or part of war or the uh, the, the different methods of war. Uh, we just always say that, uh, or the art of war, that we are greater than we are or enemy thinks we are greater uh, only because I present myself as greater. And that's psychological warfare. Aren't we all in a bid psychological warfare? Aren't we all part of that? And that's where we have to be the difference makers and say, listen, we're not going to fall for your corruption. We're not going to do anything. We're going to create our own parallel economy. If you want to join us over here where the food's not poisoned, come on over. If you want to keep going back to that poison well, then I will. Obviously, we're going to keep thriving and and uh, reproducing and doing an amazing job, bringing on more amazing children because that's what our job is. But the rest of you go ahead and die off from that government chemical and the food and the shots and the air and all the other stuff. I'm going to create a better environment for me and do those kind of things. Uh, it's been great having a lot of you guys uh, contact me lately. It's been kind of interesting some of the emails and texts and different uh, DMs that I've been getting about different things that we didn't realize. We're part of the functions of our body, part of the functions of our world, part of the functions of what the government should be doing. And I really do love how inquisitive you guys have become. Instead of just taking what I have to say, you guys are going out there looking at things and then coming back with even more information to back up the things I'm talking about. And uh, we're going to be doing some neat stuff here. Dr. Ryan Dobbs was supposed to be with me today, but he was not able to make it. His son had a cross-country meet, and so they are there doing that. And I, I, I support that all day long and twice on Sunday. You know that, guys. I believe family is what we were put on this earth for, not to collect zeros, not to create, not create big Taj Mahals, but actually to bring each other closer together and bind together and be the answer in the future. Remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart is in the right place every single day, being better than it was the day before. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor. We do it for our neighbor, our community, our city, our county, our state, federal government, the more you do for them, the less to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer out there. Remember, the Constitution limits your government but never limits you. And if you actually prescribe to that contract and you want to go back and bring that contract back into action, you have to know it by heart. You have to bring it into your heart and know it by heart so that you can be the person that says, "Huh." uh this is what it says here. This is how it says it there. This is how it says there. And you articulate it, and you beat them in their own argument because you have better information. That has always been the answer, and that's how the world should be. All right, guys, I am going to get out of here. Remember, I'm traveling tomorrow. I'll be back Monday. Any questions or comments, don't hesitate to reach out. Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com. Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com is the email, or just thejimpriceshow.com. And a lot of you guys got my text message. You got my uh, phone number, so you can text me with different questions and stuff. Uh, John Kennedy, good to see you up in the Northeast with family. Thank you for so much for being a family man and uh, being a part of what your family is doing. Uh, and others, thank you guys for being here. Lindsay, good to see you as well. Uh, let's see who else do we have here. Uh, Carrie Heiserman, good to see you. Marsha, Ken, uh, and also True Seeker over on Twitch. Good to see you guys. Thank you for being here. I don't think I have any other housekeeping. We are going to come up with some really cool stuff for you guys to be able to be a part of, so hang in there. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye.